Well, hello, everybody. We're coming to you midweek, so this has to be one of our special episodes. And we just passed a significant date. Um, We uh, just passed our fourth anniversary. And and I got to say, I figured this whole adventure would take maybe two years. And here we are four, and we're not even close to the end. So kind of amazing. Um, Four years, and we're only level 13. So we're basically average. 14. 14. That's what I said, 14. You said 13. Dude, A. Okay, so four years level 14, so we're averaging three and a quarter levels a year. We ought to be at 20 within (laughs) a few more years. (laughs) Actually, you know, the folks that like level up to 20 in in a year or so, they're usually playing like two or three days a week. That's true. That's true. Or they play for like eight hour sessions. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and frankly, when we were doing four-hour sessions a while back, well. that was, I mean, I was burnt out at the it's, end of that. It's yeah. exhausting. Well, it's yeah. never, and it's never four hours. Like Everyone's like, well, man, it must be great to be on a podcast. Yeah, it is a lot of fun, but it's way, way yeah, harder like to do it, than yeah. like, people might think. Thinking about, like, when we have our home games where we don't have recordings, like, you can you can get up and you can, like, mm-hmm. you know, get a drink water and you mm-hmm. can, like, goof around and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Which... It's just different. It's not yeah. like that good or bad. It's but then just, Mike's you know. got to spend untold hours. Yeah, it, that too. Yeah, yeah, editing, creating, editing all. But but the thing was, it was listenable. just four hours of being on point. Mm-hmm. You know, with five ten minutes in between each it's hour. It's mentally exhausting. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So welcome to our therapy program. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, four years now, and um, just to give you some idea, because it, it, it was a, a long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away? Yes, well, in a table far, far away. When we um, began year four, ended year three, that was when the party was split. When oh my the tabaxi God, that seems so long ago. Doesn't that it? long ago? I couldn't, I couldn't even believe it when I looked back and I was like, oh, here's the, here's the first episode after the uh, story up till now, year three. And yeah, so J-Claw and uh, Red and Misty had just appeared in Galchabar's tower and Kraval and Cotter and Noan had gone off with Red and Misty to um, go and uh, answer the call of the Red Dragonborn and then go and fight in the Port of Magnamore. And then Arlen and Adri had gone off with Jade and an airship to uh, go to Kalesque and pick up Black and Gray and Moon and deliver Adri's family members to the Drow Enclave and see if they couldn't find a way to keep Arlen from exploding. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, quite quite a bit of excitement there. They had to go, uh, the uh, Kraval team had to go and face the Red Dragonborn. And then he showed mercy to the Red Dragonborn, which then got the Red Dragonborn champion, at least on his side. And then uh, found out things were really bad between uh, Porta Magnum and uh, Excalbarium Calise. Ended up getting in the huge war there where all of a sudden they had undead and fungal people attacking them. Um, and then the the undead Baroness who actually went after the Baron and they had to, if you remember that, we had four people down at that point in time. And, oh, and only the fact that we um, went in initiative order with each person uh, reviving the person after them uh, saved anybody from dying in that one. As I recall, no one did pretty well in that mm. battle. I re- he wasn't dead. I went through that again because like, I listened to all our podcasts and then I was messing with my character when I did it. And I listened to that and a little while I listened to the other one where it's a similar situation, mm-hmm. but with the other group. And I started just cringing because I realized, oh my God, I could have done something so different that would have <laughs> helped us out so much. Is that, that the I, one where because Misty was like 200 feet up the hill, like I took zero damage the whole well, time? Well, that was, no, that the, was a the war one. one. Oh, yeah. So, okay. yeah, yeah. so the one I was referring to is when we were in the forest, right? And we were all tabaxi there was a very similar fight to what our main group did where we all got knocked down. Mm-hmm. And uh, later on, you know, being out of character and out of group and listening, you realize, okay, well, these creatures are obviously weak against fire. All right. I missed the part where they were weak against Radiant. Oh, my God. I'm looking at the spell that I always have. It's part of my given spells where I could have given everybody Radiant damage and turned that fight <laughs> totally around. Totally missed it. Well, hindsight 2020 yep. and all that. And uh, anyway, so you repaired back to Port of Magnum, and no one in Kaval were made marshals. Which and, is kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then they dropped exactly. the huge bomb on you that um, they were there was no one to take the reins at Excalbarium Calise, and could one of you become the new Baron? Except Cotter, because he was going to become the new Baron of Port of Magnum. That was only that, that was an internal decision, not an external decision. I can still be a baron if I want to. 
Well, yes, you could and could not. I actually, when when uh, when he finally because he gave, gave us those warnings, you know, don't mm-hmm. don't kill me. I was like, oh, okay, he's got something planned for Bryce. Um, I so when he said okay, it has to be one of you, I was like, okay, well, I wonder how this is gonna go. And I think it was just kind of comical that after we all talked, everyone kind of like just stared at Adrian. She's like, what? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah, I have to do it. <laughs> and I love that you get to rule a baron. I know yeah. she's oh, going to be one, one of the most influential characters in the yeah. whole world, and she's yeah. acting like we just asked her to go outside and pick up animal droppings. Well, she's she's like the most likely and at the same time most unlikely character because mm-hmm. while, while she does have the chops for it, at the same time, you know, either she's a going to have to reveal to the world that mm-hmm. she's a drow, and then let which the, I think you should do out of character the uh, the chips I land agree. where they where they do, or they have to then figure out a way for her to be disguised for the rest of her life yeah which no, also I'm, has the downside of if they do find out about it that could be something that so either one has a bad side to it because you know that you know that could form a whole bunch of resistance to uh adri or we'll see i have i have a a, a vision of, of the future with that i have a question about about your character because i never asked i don't think i've ever asked you this did you know you were gonna go way of the shadows before we hit level three I think so, yeah, because uh, when this was, Adri's the very first D&D character I ever made. Right. Um, so when we Future were. Future tattoo. What? Future tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when um, when we were making the characters, uh, I mean, it was also walking through what even making a character is right. and how you have the class that you pick, but you also should try to keep in mind when you're building your stats, what mm-hmm. subclass you want to pick at third level or second level or right. whatever the, it depending is for, on the class, depending yeah. on the class, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd, I didn't want to do because this was I, I think I've mentioned a couple times. This was like the game where I thought that the character that Matt was like telling me about the monk character he made. I didn't catch that it was in this game. Right. And I don't know how that didn't well, sink in my brain. So I just didn't want to do the same thing that he yeah. he did, because otherwise it would be kind of well, boring. The last time we did something like this, we were talking about, you know, up to this point. You know, I kept saying, I can't wait to see Adri's backstory and I can't wait. To, and, and I. We went through it, and you know, he asked our dungeon master asked me, "How do you feel about it?" Man, it was probably the most frustrating storyline because we couldn't do that much, and it was like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" And it was just, it was just like one surprise, the fiance, one yeah. surprise after another. Where I think Owen has the coolest, just little flavor text with that tattoo. Yeah, your whole character has evolved so beautifully, oh, thank and it you. was so unintentional. But have you, <laughs> I, I just, I seriously. I see why so many people are so in love with your character. Oh, thank you. Because uh. the half dark elf, the the uh, way of the shadows, and then we've used that a couple times in the different games. You Adrian know, is pretty. Adrian's cool. the mistress of shadows. Adrian would be the yeah. baroness of Sadru, the the house of shadows. I'm like, oh my god, this works so <laughs> beautiful. It's such a well rounded character. Thank you. And then you have Owen. No, I'm just kidding. no, no! All of our characters are great. I think we all have no, we've done just, pretty well. I only say because I haven't. So we haven't gotten a no one just yet, or Jade Claw for that matter. But just, an, uh, it's just such a. It just has become such a rich person. Thank you. Like I would yeah. seriously, love, even though she'd probably kick the crap out of me, sit down with Adri <laughs> over whatever. Just, I'm your apt listener. Just tell me everything. <laughs> it's just an amazing character. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, Sorry. so uh, now we got done with the fanboying. Uh, I don't fanboy very much, thank you very much. But Adria has become an awesome character. And um, on meanwhile, on the other side of the Mare, uh, the uh, group had gotten into Kalesque, collected the Tabaxi, found out that the way to get to where they have to go is through this massive gate that the halflings aren't going to let anybody go through for any reason because that's where all their secret coffee is. Is that why they have that? Is it just for the coffee? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do not get up in that veil for anything. Only only people that are. Uh, Authorized to go, go. Or happened to be the prince of whatever that yeah, guy. The sweet prince, being. yeah. Yeah. And then you ran into Nissian, who got you in touch with the sweet prince, and apparently is uh, involved in the underground there. And literally, in this case, he led you through the sewers, and then you guys rolled like doo-doo horrible, and got Just cornered like by the guards. And then it turns out that the sweet prince is um, allegorical to the fact that he is actually the Baron's child, mm-hmm. and the child of the or the the first the eldest child of the baron is also the head of the thieves guild and as he as he said what what's the point of having a thieves guild if you're not in charge of it and um so he got your pass there you got up there and you found that yes indeed there's a drow enclave up there and there was a couple of uh very powerful sorcerers up there 
and um that, sorry hang on didn't we run into nissian again is that what this that was the last yeah. time we've yeah. seen nissian but nissian right. is the one npc that if i if i ran a, a chaotic evil character i would literally put the thumb screws to to pull out all his secrets because he has shown up in different ways well like as panther panther mm-hmm. and, and whatnot Nissian's probably in the clouds as well well, well he he's probably the devil <laughs> he's the foe yeah. one yeah. that is a great one i like that one foe one yeah, well, he also said that Galshbar frequently tips him off as to where you guys are going but and still. You know, drops in to check on you. I think Galshbar is the real big bad. <laughs> he could he could be a Lowell's actually. He could be a Lowell's arch nemesis, and we're just that, that I believe. And the reason I don't think he's a Lowell's because I know I know Bryce one, nemesis. once or twice has dropped that divine sense on him, and he's never pinged as an evil as a undead fiend or, or fiend. undead. Yeah. yeah. Was because I thought the same thing. I was like, "Is it how much do this wizard do?" I mean, because we kind of had to instantly start trusting him that we really know. Unless he has magic to block it, I don't know how he can block. But that. you know, Dumbledore wasn't evil, but he sure set up Harry and friends to yeah. take the fall multiple times. Yeah. Sorry if you're reading the books. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler: <laughs> Jinx, Yomi, Coke. Dude, it's been out for like two decades. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! Now I really feel old. Yeah. Anyway, so. Um, you uh, were able to settle Adri's family in the farming community up there, and you actually ran into what you thought was the head of the elves down in Valleys Calliae, but it turns out that she has a twin sister, very rare for elves, and mm. apparently they both have a knack for organizing. So one was in charge of the... Uh, one's a summer, one's a winter. Uh, yeah, and one, one's up on the hill, one's down the valley. Um, and then you uh, went to the sorcerers and found out that the one sorcerer you do need was gone missing and you had to go down the hill and it turns out that he had been infected by an aboleth and uh, which you had to battle and unfortunately a bunch of y'all end up turning translucent and uh, you had to wait not too many of us but a couple but you had to wait three days to finally get enough heal spells to uh, get out of there under mountain really earned earned his class that day yeah Yeah. and then uh, meanwhile um, Arlen headed back to the sorcerer's tower and exploded blowing up uh, his room in the tower well actually no did you blow it did he blow up the room yeah yeah Yeah. his tides went down and he fireballed it was the one time the the one at first time or something like that that's the one everyone's afraid of is he's gonna blow up yeah it was the one time that he blew up and the tabaxi weren't with him and we were like do you really blow up yeah that's what we heard (laughs) and uh anyway so um he yeah his his uh Wild magic was winding more and more out of control, and it looked like he was going to detonate sometime soon. So you got him up on the top of the tower with the new, the sorcerer, and he nearly slew um, Arlen with lightning bolts. And then the specter of the mad mage came out, along with a whole bunch of orbs of chaos. And you guys all had a pretty stiff fight there, which ended up at the end with everyone being ejected from the top of the tower except Arlen. And uh, the whole lot of you nearly dying. And the, the two of you that were up and going had to run around and revive everybody. And uh, then Arlen discovered that he had no powers left. And you had to head down to the uh, valley floor. And you all reformed at uh, the Fraser household. And no sooner had you sat down for dinner there at the Fraser household than a dragon appeared on the side yard. And you all thought you had to fight it. But when you ran out, the dragon was flying away. And Jade was there. And she had a book that they had found at a caravan that had weathered out of the mare. And uh, the book had the uh, travels of the servant of a Lowell. And it gave you a hint as to where you had to go next. And uh, so that sent you up to the uh, gnome home where you got a D10 of pun damage at every turn. Mm-hmm. And had... Uh, Closest you came to a nosebleed. Yes. And, it's uh, a good time. Yeah. Not. Yeah, the crusher one was the worst one. I'm sorry. The, the, the best part was that Bryce actually spontaneously laughed when you told him the the punchline to that joke, and uh, you you don't get that from Bryce very often. <laughs> I actually I actually thought cause I know I think later we, we were talking just talking and I told you and I still do it and I think the uh, one of the best things you've written that I've read so far has been that diary. Just oh, good. it was it was a yeah. really well crafted piece of writing. Mm-hmm. I love stuff like that that like that, that, deepens the world yeah. and makes the world feel more real. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, a, there's been a few moments that someone's done something like character-wise that really like oh that's a that's a really great moment like you know turtle slinging. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that that book I was I expected to read it and I was like this, I mean I was like dang I want to actually know more about this guy now. So it, it was really well written. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, at the end it was medium well written, but. Uh, 
Which is rare. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Which is rare. Very good. And uh, so you made it out of the gnome home, uh, but you found out that, yeah, there's a passage over to the Red Dragon, and you ended up fighting the uh, Red Dragon to get the phylactery back. And um, you slew the red dragon suspiciously quickly. That was mm-hmm. that was actually one of the best parts of this whole year is after Cotter took the dragon down, and the whole lot of you were just looking at each other, going, "That was that was too that that was yeah. too easy." You know, when, when's the other shoe going to drop? And of course, like... I don't think anybody believed that was it. No, no. I mean, mm. you, you immediately caught on to the fact that something's that, something's right. up here. Yeah. And, like in the world, we yeah. killed in like twenty seconds. The the only thing that I would that that I essentially would go back at this point and do is let no one do what he wanted initially to do, which was go and grab a couple quick items and then beat feet out. And uh, then uh, you uh, found out that, yes, indeed, that that was just the baby and the mama showed up and you had to run for it. And then Jade jinxed herself by saying, I'm going to run out here faster than anybody and then got flamed by the dragon and nearly <laughs> killed. Well, to be fair, she was would have been technically out of range had the, fu- the tunnel not funneled the fire. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also like retroactively realized that when you know how we were the monks got out of there so quickly because we were like oh dash it doubles your uh-huh. and then if you use the flirt, step, of the the step of the wind it would double your dash double but no all step of the wind is let you do your base speed again so we should not have gone that fast it oh. should have been like 55 50 all dash does it doesn't double your speed it lets you move your speed again, again yeah. Yeah. which is technically the same thing but that matters when you do something like step yeah. of the wind where that just means well, you get to move your it makes speed it a little more again, realistic again. than being, yeah. a, being the flash suddenly. yeah yeah so we shouldn't have moved so, that quickly um, so but i think no we still would have been the first ones so instead of going way. 200 feet you would have gone 150 which makes all the difference yeah <laughs> so i still think we would have been the first ones out of oh there, yeah by but, far. well yeah yeah but then and then you had the one character <laughs> One character who is basically the snail to the tortoise. You were just, You're just like walking by the dragon. Do, do, exactly. Yeah. Look what I could do. Yeah, the cast the cast grace is like good if you were only doing one dash but yeah. it's like it you have to stop moving mm-hmm. for an entire round well, yeah when you're lying dead on the floor and someone's carrying you, you that's an entire that. round yeah yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah i got to carry you out of there yeah yeah Anyway, so you were successful in getting out, especially because uh, Craval's girlfriend showed up and, mm-hmm. and that was butt. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fantastic. The goof, my boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was really awesome. Oh, I'm glad you liked that part. I, I've actually <laughs> thought about that before we start recording. Because I really was. I was like, I have no idea how we're going to get out of this. I was like, we're just going to have to run and hopefully not get eaten. But that was that was. I really was going to well backtrack. See, what the listeners the don't understand is how much grief I got from having a dragon girlfriend, and all of a sudden here she is saving him, but it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> It's like when you got French fries at school, you're cool while we needed it, but yeah. now you're not cool anymore. <laughs> exactly. Uh, then you repaired back to uh, stately Fraser Manor, and uh, then... Uh, well, first we showed up in some random wizard's house. True, yeah. Well, I mean, no, it wasn't random. We knew the guy. Yeah, yeah that's true. true. A that's specific true. wizard's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and yeah, he, which, and he, he was, was like enjoying his yeah. tea. And which we just, kind of reminds me, we probably should mention to Cotter slash the current Baron that there is a wizard circle in that house, because he probably doesn't know. That's kind of important to know. Well, the future Baron knows. That's good yeah. enough. Yeah, but the current Baron should know as well. Because Does he know? That should be Does something he? that is like... I think Cotter thought. should t- bring that up. Cotter, yeah. Cotter, that's your Take job. Take a note once, there, Cotter. Once we live... That's something that should be guarded because it's, it's an entryway into the city that doesn't currently have a guard. Yeah. That if I we say hopefully right in front get of the out of this cloud tower, cloud palace... No, we'll get out. How we get out... We're going to make friends with that hill giant that got... a beaten yeah that's what i wanted to do i was like i'm gonna put hunter's mark on and it and then we're gonna follow him if there's a prison and if there's a prison there's prisoners the only way what we haven't tried to do yet which i think is getting to the point where we're going to have to is we haven't tried to sneak around yet mm-hmm. yeah. well hopefully i mean i got i schmoozed with the giant ladies enough that i think we will be able to visit the prisons at one point hopefully yeah. well the problem is that the prisons are a good point well, actually yeah because if you you know we arrange a prison break and the you know mm-hmm. the knights respond then we run in there and try to find the phylactery well we'll yeah. see or what something my, like that like twin has to say yes i have a feeling he's a dealer in terms of like and it sounds stupid but like he that's what he does what do you need i can make you know i provide like leo gets from the lethal weapon mm-hmm. series you know you want more power i can arrange he that. looks like a caster of some sort well, I mean, no, I, th- I think that's a little. That's not necessarily true. I think warlocks can. See I think. Like I think. That. If I, like seriously, this yeah. guy struck me as if there were three piece suits with a tie and a sleazy lawyer look, that this guy would have it. He would just look like no one. Right, but I mean, he's not like wearing any armor or anything. But so that's, that's what, what I'm I mean. Saying. It, yeah. I don't think. I don't know if he's necessarily a caster, but he's. 
more like he's a got, lawyer or something. Well, well yeah, got, but I mean, if he has a class in anything, he's not a, a fighter. Yeah, he could or be a, a wizard or sorcerer. Or he saw yes. through the illusion pretty. Yeah, right. I mean, so like, I think he's we, got some magical abilities. We illusioned up, and yeah, some of us look like we aren't wearing armor. Well, you guys never wear armor. So. So, yeah. <laughs> Actually, the only one that wears armor is well, you now and Cotter. Cotter, yeah. 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 Anyway, so we kind of jumped ahead there, but yeah, you got uh, you went through the book, realized that uh, there was a veil of Pegasus on your map, and uh, then you uh, headed off there, ran into a convenient, uh, friendly druid that you had uh, contacted who led you up in the hills. That was kept, a nice character, too. Kept you safe from a really nasty snowstorm, and uh, then you end up in the veil of Pegasus, right? Pegasus. Yes, it was the veil yeah. of the Pegasus instead, and you were able to uh, get yourself some hogs to ride on. And up to the castle, and we've been having fun at the castle ever since. Things, so much fun. Th- things have been working really, really well there I'm, so I'm far. bringing more caffeine if we're having more tea parties. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did get some valuable info out of that, though. Yeah, actually, in, and I don't know where this will come out between when the listeners hear it versus when she does it, but Jesse does a very great job in that scene, conducting herself with the Baron and the Baroness of the Giants. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. So, and so does, and then at the tea party, both Matt and Jesse do a phenomenal job of being subservient and inquiring and getting information about where we're years at. years of working retail. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not wrong. <laughs> that's the that's the grown ups version of role playing. <laughs> I, pra- I, pra- I practiced Empty. on possums. Yeah. Yes. What? <laughs> no one lived as a hermit. I oh had my to god. <laughs> I'm not the only one that thought Matt was out there talking to wildlife. I, know, I, was like, <laughs> I got really good at, at gossiping with with uh, shallow people by talking to possums in the forest. Well, they all hiss. They bare their teeth. They I'm a like, druid. Didn't you know that? <laughs> I could tell from the musk. <laughs> but anyway, so that's where we are now. Um, and the big question is, um, or at least the first of the questions is, what was everybody's favorite part of this last year because there was a lot of stuff i, I that just fanboyed so i obviously told what mine was yeah so. <laughs> well how about you adri since you were the fan oh reception, um reception <laughs> uh, the, f- the fan yes. um <laughs> i <laughs> i i mean i think really just no one like in-game thing i think really the my favorite part was just the fact that we even got to keep playing like so many D mm-hmm. groups yeah. had to stop during the pandemic but we were able to all work out a way for us to keep playing and mm-hmm. still keep up the same quality and uh and all yeah I, I think so. i remember that first terrible couple of weeks where we were i mean luckily we it had was, a couple yeah. of a couple of weeks of episodes in the can so yeah. we had a little bit of wiggle room but, but we were able to figure it out pretty quickly yeah, how we to were, keep playing we which were was really all cool. just kind of what are we gonna do yeah and, and actually uh, some of it was um just dumb luck because Owen went away to college, so we'd already been experimenting yeah, with doing true. remote. That's true. And then recording. Bryce went too. And well, Bryce went away afterwards. Yeah, he just recently went to college. But yeah, we had. To, but it was because of Owen. Because if you remember, when when Owen first went away to college, uh, he would come back monthly, and that's when we were doing the four-hour recordings. And then he had a week he couldn't do it, so we actually he like called in on the phone, and we had a microphone sitting right next to the phone, and um, then. Uh, we finally, you know, nailed it down and got it all figured out. So we were kind of ready to go, but still, it was a couple of weeks there of us trying different approaches and different technologies to finally get down what we got down, and and it worked. But yeah, it was. Yeah, I think like in game though, what my my favorite part was was really just like the the whole like drow society that was being built um, on the surface. I thought that was really cool, and I have like I have hopes. For like what I want Adri to be as as the Baron of uh, Excalibarium Khalees, um, and how I can kind of integrate that with the this sort of not so like refugee kind of new town city that's being built. Uh, at see, finding a way to merge those two things that that I think would be really cool. So knowing that that even exists is really cool. Fun, fun, fun. Okay, how about the rest of everybody here? I actually have something, but Matt, you go first. My favorite part. I would have to say that we're finally gelling as a team in how we we organize and and deal with these encounters. For a while, it was like we just kind of did our own thing and we kind of luckily defeated some of these. But now we have plans. 
and for the most part, they're working. I mean, so the giant's lair or the dragon's lair was different, but we executed what we wanted to. We're executing what we want to here, and we're using all our abilities. And the role play fits the plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we're using our abilities uh, cooperatively instead of singularly. So I think that's cool. Yeah. So I'm not going to fanboy again, but the thing that no one's actually touched on that's actually was most significant is we added another player. Yeah. Yes. My yes. Yes. Totally. Yeah. We totally added another player, which of course- New the, regular player. The listeners yeah. are used to sort of hearing her voice here and there, but yeah. now she is a every yeah. Sunday- Which is awesome. Yeah. Voice Because she's to part of the team. Saturday, yeah. whenever these come out. Yeah. So that's my favorite. Now we have another, which adds a whole new aspect, who's actually immediately started gelling pretty well with the group. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then I liked revamping my character- yeah uh definitely because taking a couple new feats and having a whole bunch of new abilities to do which i haven't really used them yet because they're needed in combat yeah <laughs> well it's, i mean we haven't done too many combats yet with you with the revamped character yeah but i kind of noticed the pixies uh, have been incredibly helpful yeah already. the pixies <laughs> have been a great role-playing <laughs> choice and nothing else um is that having you redo the character your way i think the way you're handling your character is smoother now because you've did everything from the very beginning all yeah. the way through so you understand the character better yeah definitely now if we can only keep you from being paralyzed uh, every, stunned, every or knocked to the ground on so every, every single fight i get maybe one round of attack and that's when my dice betray me and i like miss my arrow shot and then i either get stunned i get paralyzed i get sent into another world and i can't <laughs> And I can't save out of it because my dice are cursed. It, Maybe it's, it's not the dice that are cursed. Think it's about Jade. that. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a strange doll that keeps following you around? I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty funny, though. Yeah, because this will be like, okay, you're hit by this. And around the table, 21, 22, 26, 26, 5. And then I'm like, okay, okay. I get to Which sit is funny here. because you have some of the highest pluses of yeah. the, any character yeah. here, with the sole exception of the two monks and their diamond skin. Yeah, or diamond soul. Diamond yeah. soul. We like, get like X where it's really hard for us to fail against something. things on saving throws. Yeah. yeah. Well, like if it's like strength or dexterity, that's well, obviously where my not because Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's but that's not a saving yeah. throw. <laughs> that's where my you know, stats are. There might be a correlation to the animal Griffin and somebody else named Griffin. Yes. <laughs> well, when he checks stuff at you, you do save and dodge. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, it's kind of funny though um, that some of the best moments we've had in the last four years have been become because of crowd control. <laughs> um, so like with no one falling asleep in the uh, dust method fight and then him actually getting oh, to meet Dianac so long ago and uh, you know, things, things like that where it's like, because people got crowd controlled that, uh, that actually we had some pretty awesome moments in the, in the whole thing. Now I can shoot people from 300 feet yeah. away, so that's where I'm staying. But we're always in rooms that are 25 feet. I know, feet. it's like I back up to the corner. You're but supposed right to be there. on top of a tree and just lobbing over the ridge. Yeah, yeah. because sharpshooter now I can shoot can anywhere. Yeah. And I've got a cool new staff I haven't been able to use in well, like You literally just got it right weeks. before we got here. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. And actually speaking of that, Melanie, what was your favorite part of the uh, last year? Joining in the game, definitely. Yeah. Uh, How did that come about? Because I, I didn't think you'd want it. I didn't think you wanted to, because obviously I didn't know, think I she see, wanted to. I know because but we're like we're down a person. You need you know, to come you're, in. You're here. tootling around somewhere like that, and all of a sudden one day you're just there. I was like, oh, okay, she so joined in. Yeah. Well, how come you didn't start with the beginning with the, all of us? Uh, because I was in school and too young, and I had a whole bunch of other things to do, like during the weekend, and I don't Eagle think Scout. Eagle Scout, woo. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think I really wanted to like sit down i didn't have like i never really played D D. like i know you started with your first character but it was like uh too awkward for me i guess mm -hmm. and so and then i started playing D D with like my friends and stuff and it was like and then it, i started it hooks you it. doesn't it of course it does yeah like. a, well i have to say the shiny map does i yes. remember when you started kind of as, as the backup character and you yeah. weren't quite into yourself i mean you were kind of just yeah at the table yeah. but not you but then you kind of in the past few months well i think as a person true. has yeah really kind of grown into was, yourself was jade claw your idea or was jade claw say, hey play this character and it had I to be think jade claw it was 
given to me. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, I knew that. Remember, all the tabaxi were yeah. pre-generated, and we gave them to you for, for the surprise tabaxi episode. Actually, I got to create mine. That's why as well. I, that's right, that, that was because Bryce was, uh, his, I wanted to try a paladin, and, I was like, mm-hmm. and then I happened to read the sentence. It's incredibly rare it sold. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been any class. That incredibly rare just hooked me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Please continue. No, no. Uh, it was just given to me, and I was like, okay. Because every character I made was a ranger. Because, you know, elf ranger, it's like the coolest thing to me. Uh, and so it was like. Somebody likes Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> or Link. Yeah. Link is awesome. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Drizzy. Yeah. And Not so, so much. I think also, like, the Malogtains was really malog so when bryce made my character sheet he has really sloppy handwriting oh i saw i thought that was yours (laughs) no no he has really sloppy handwriting and so the mountains i couldn't figure out what mountain was and i was like (laughs) what is a malogtane it's like it's so confusing and i couldn't it's like i keep i keep reading malogtane and at this point i'm just afraid to ask yeah (laughs) and so it's a a drink made from plantains and grog uh yeah and so, it just. <laughs> this is exactly how I look like. That's how I. Yeah, so. I think I was also <laughs> sold on the, the big, plus billion to attack. Yeah. The plus yeah. billion to attack, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, the plus nine to attack at third level or whatever it was, and yeah. she never Nuts. ever yeah. missed with an arrow. Yeah, no, that's awesome. But now we need her to save against dying against <laughs> giants. It's like, oh. Yeah. Well, there's, there's things that she could do to increase that. And what about Owen? Yeah, yeah, Owen, what's back. your favorite part? <laughs> Getting beat up by no one? Well, oh, okay, so first so of all, much of this past did you have any clue? I'm going to interrupt you for one second. Did you have any clue that you were going to lose your powers? No idea. I did. Uh, I, I was like, I had... something's going to happen. It has to. There's no, like, you're going to get out of this so easily. Yeah. Um. I There was so much of this year that I, it was just, like curveball after curveball. I had no idea what was happening the entire time. And I was like, well, I kind of feel useless because I can't do anything. I can't hit anything. I, I die every time. But I think my favorite part was just like going through everything and just like the interactions that we were able to have through this craziness that Arlen put everyone through. Well, I don't think Arlen put it through it. I know, and I don't know if you heard me say it earlier. Or actually, no, you wouldn't because you weren't quite online yet. But I was actually gave you a compliment because I thought you handled that so very well as a person and a player. Because I know that could have been, that had to have been frustrating for one. And then, of course, no one's consistently trying to help, heavy quotation marks. <laughs> you recover your spell levels faster. And we we're did, all we sitting had our, here like, at the table. guided meditation holding, plus getting decked in the face. No, the like, guided meditation made sense. He started just beating on him. And then all of a sudden, Jade Claw shoots him. <laughs> And, I, I just really wanted to do And then all that. I could do is like, I pick it back up because it's working. And it just, yeah. And, and you know, I didn't want to do it. Oh, you're But so I felt I it. owed it to you. He's like, he has a, an but, armor class of 14. I'm like, I have a plus 12 to hit. Like. Plus 12? That's very quaint. And and you have such, you do no, actually have, have this really 15. great timing to, to reply to things that are happening like. You rolled a one and got a 26. I hate you. That's all you hear is also hear Owen's voice. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, like I said before, my stats are the worst out of everybody. But I have two 12s, two 11s, a 10, and an 18. Well, it, it's like we were, te- you know, Makes however many weeks better. ago, how many weeks <laughs> ago we were leveling up and we we're kind of teasing Jesse about her hit points. Um, same thing applies, though, to you is that everybody, when makes a character like, oh, I want at least one or two stats that are high, high, high. Very few people ever pay attention to how much better sometimes it is to not be high 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 like i was thinking about is like arlen as a character he's not what i would consider a you know he's not like he doesn't follow a warrior's path he's a farmer that has magical powers that's what and then you play him beautifully like back in the day when you drank the rose flavored soup i mean that is beautiful rich character developing stuff man it's awesome and that tattoo idea you came up with just blows my mind. I want a tattoo that grows. No jokes. <laughs> but, yeah. That's why I'm kind of really interested in what Matt's stuff is, because yours has been really cool. Adri's has been really cool. We haven't touched on Jade yet. And then we did we did uh, Cotter's, and Cotter was interesting. 
and it didn't grab me as much as everyone else's has because it was almost too formal for that. And it's not, I guess that's not one of my things, but yeah, I just can't, I just, I think the fact that you aren't, as you guys, because you're so trash with all your other stats, it just makes it better. Okay. And Bryce, um, what is your favorite part of this last year? I think my favorite part was the uh, war with Excalibarium police. Just the, like, I had all these tokens and the bad tokens were knocking down all my tokens and that was bad and we want to save them. And then we get back and it's like, oh man, we just got beat the heck up, but everyone else also got beat the heck up and we were the strongest. Okay, we, we had six casualties on our side of the field. What? They had yeah. how many? That, that actually was one of the best parts is, you know, when you got back to the... Uh to the council and, and you're like, you know, how, how many have you lost, Cotter? And you're like six and there's like crickets chirping and everyone's like, what? Rapid so. response medics. But yeah. Yes. But yeah, it was just the, and like, I'm, pr- I, I'm pretty sure I just made that up. Like I thought about it, like, okay, they knocked about eight of them down out of 15 and no, out of like 10. They knocked down about eight. We could probably save couple more and i just like threw that out and it was like oh that's not normal yeah real good right okay so let's go back around here really quick here and talk about what we're looking about for the next year here so what Owen, owen what are you looking for the most this next year i am looking forward so much to finally dive into no one's backstory and like yes. finally figure out what makes this crazy person just like do all the things that he's, he's doing because t- in arlen's mind it's like never like all the things he comes up with I, he was he would have never thought of <laughs> no one has had a very troubled past well here it's ironic you have a troubled past but in some ways it's not much different oh. than creval's past i think well, that creval, kind of, creval had well i mean like you live in the woods he lived in the mountains well you had a community True. No one, as a tiefling, was kind of distrusted and shunned by a community and was ejected. Didn't have a community in the first place. And was exiled himself into the wilderness. So, Okay, so let me ask you that then. How do you feel as no one now having a community that wants to welcome you in, that gives you important roles in its factor? And it's like, and then consults with you as a valued leader well see no one has transitioned from totally self-serving to having empathy towards people but there's still flashes of oh yeah i mean the trauma is still there of course but is evolving into someone who wants to be in community and is actually not evil per se i mean is willing to say here take this take this gold What, what do i use this gold for you know if I need a magic item, I seem to you know be able to kill a dragon and get one or something. So no one's evolving and appreciating the the family that he's built. But still, you know we have oh a wizard tower, oh the the leader of the clan, oh the barony, oh a barony, and then no one in his heart knows. Yeah, well at the end of the day, no such thing uh, awaits for him. So he'll. Mm, that's not true though but that's what no one house. sees yeah. because no one does not have these opportunities and doesn't expect it I, I would i would say no one doesn't perceive that they're there yet mm-hmm. yeah. well what what are you looking forward to the most there matt since we're around to you i want to ha- i have a bone to pick with great 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 granddad i want to see if that's going to happen mm-hmm. i have a feeling we're going to go to the underworld clearly there's some connections there um and to kind of see how that falls out earlier, we had, who was it? Your God. Who was the God who would. Dynex. Who was the one who said, oh, come with me. And I had the test mm-hmm. between good and evil. And no one said, yeah, I'm doing my own thing. So it'll be interesting to see if that, that, that other part- choices are made available it was recently explained to me what the difference between atheist and agnostic is and i think that's the most agnostic thing Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. our game right now is no one yeah yeah well it's it's probably the most no one thing of the entire four years it's like you know be good or be evil i'm gonna do my own thing see ya yeah Mm -hmm. so it will be because no one doesn't want to be used i mean 
it certainly has well, an inherent course, distrust. Not because you feel used, you feel distrustful, and no one's really given you a position yeah. of you could excel here if you want. So the party certainly has. I've been made a part of the, the Snow Owl clan. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's still that sense of when the gods themselves decide that you want, they want to make you a pawn in their board, it's like, mm, what's it all really mean? Mm-hmm. And how about you, Jesse? What are you looking forward to this next year? I, I mean, I, I don't know if we're going to get it through by the end of this year, but certainly by this time next year, hopefully we'll have collected or seen all of the phylacteries and we can actually move on to trying to defeat the lich that we've been chasing for four years now in game how many months has it been it's really it's been less than a year of yeah around. yeah yeah it's, it's like lord of the rings yeah yeah actually somebody said that that and i don't know if you guys agree this someone said that that just from the moment that they left the shire to mount doom was like someone said it was like 15 to 20 years no. no, it's yeah. like a year and a half, I think, total, yeah. the full yeah. journey. Yeah, because if yeah. you remember, they, they take it, off and it's like fallish. It's, from the it's, Shire I think what you might have you might be thinking mm-hmm. of is the movie adaptation doesn't quite show this very well. But like the time between when Bilbo leaves and when Frodo starts his mm-hmm. journey, that's well, yeah. like 15, yes. 20 years. Because Gandalf yeah. is yeah. For years away trying yeah. to figure out what this Yeah, but in is. the movie, that uh, it kind of seems like it's oh, only okay. a couple that, months. That yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Bilbo goes away, and Frodo is the master of Bag End yeah. for years and he, before. He, and it's like his 33rd birthday, and then it's like his 55th birthday that they take off. And he's like, oh, this ring? Yeah. <laughs> it's still there. Yeah. It's bad news. So yeah, so yeah, that part of it, yeah, that's like 15 years. But the actual active part of it where yeah. Frodo leaves, that's, you know, they, they go to the Redhorn Gate in the winter. They come down the other side. Mm-hmm. It's like sometime in the spring when they actually have the battle of Minas Tirith and that sort of thing. And so... Yeah, and sort of same thing with the group here. I mean, you started out in the in the spring mm-hmm. with uh, the salmon run and all that going on, and and uh, oh, about the salmon run. Yeah, God. and uh, you are coming up on October here, and so yeah, we've come a long way. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, the level of characters we are in just less yeah. than a year. You know, people will spend their entire life training and get to mm-hmm. like I'm level three. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to explain that a few times. The magic of D and D. Well, it's a hero's journey there, yeah. And how about uh, you, Melanie? What, what are you looking forward to this next year? I don't know. I just want to continue playing. <laughs> Hanging out with no one, just say so yeah. <laughs> You drew me a picture. I did drew you a picture. Draw <laughs> you a picture. picture. Well, it's, it's funny because I don't know if you thought about this, but so no one is, you know, Dragonborn were rare enough with Creval. Now you threw a cat person into it, and you're being seen by all these high-level, high-influential people in it's, this yeah. world. You've seen, you've met the bear, a couple barons, their wives, uh, Cotter, uh, your the the dwarves, Nola. I mean, yeah. these are all people of influence. And it's like so Tabaxi it's, hide themselves from the world. And that, yeah, and eventually someone's going, "Well, hold on a second. We just saw a cat person. Well, Ergo, if I see a dwarf, <laughs> there must be." Yeah. Well, I try to like hide. Or Jade tries to hide Yeah, but there's been a couple times yeah. when you've when they've looked right at you and seen the cat features. Yeah. So. You're having a feast. Take yeah. your cloak off. Yeah. <laughs> I wish <So>. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess starting in the next year I should probably write Jade's backstory. <laughs> yeah, I have, you have I've time. Written... By the way, we're moving. You have time. Well, I, I had written no one's backstory pretty thoroughly the first time. So, Mr. DM, what are you looking forward to? Well, actually, let's hear from Drew, and then we'll go to me. I think we've heard from me enough. <laughs> um, kind of tied with what both Jesse and Matt have said about, you know, um, with Matt, I want to see how you know how the Underworld works. And I'm, I'm saying this with, like, cross fingers and cringing because I said the same thing about the Underdark, and I was like, oh, my God, this is hell on earth, no pun intended. So I'm interested I, I did that. my best there, yeah. Mine will be hell in um, hell. I'm actually, because of where we're at in the story... And our levels and this, that, and the other. I'm actually beginning to start to look forward to that epilogue part of our story. Mm-hmm. Where where do you see your characters now that everything's said and done? And I've been thinking about, and that's been my thought with my characters. Like, what 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 do I want my character? What do I want to see the other characters? And I kind of realized at this point, what I'm looking forward to the most is seeing that. Because I, I know where my character's view on the party is now. And I know, and I'm kind of getting this different sense of what I thought the character was going, and it kind of makes more sense now. So, like, I know that for me as Creval, he's really interested in seeing 
Adri become full Adri. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested in this. Um, he's very, right now currently very defensive of no one. And I think that's going to come out when we do whatever yours is. He's very curious about Jade Claw, who, as far as he knows, has a society that's very similar to the Dragonborn. So mm-hmm. he's interested in meeting them now. But when that is all resolved, I finally have an idea of what he really wants once all this is done. And I'm waiting to see if that can actually happen. Okay, that's going to be fun to see. And and so in the short term, um, I'm really interested in resolving Noan's backstory because I wrote the encounter that we're just about to hit hit four years ago. Ooh. And so, so just, just, just not too long ago. It's just been sitting there on the computer for four years waiting for this. And, um, but also, um, there's a couple of twists and turns between here and the end that I'm really looking forward to landing on the party. So it's going to be a lot of, a lot of, a lot of fun to, uh, to, uh, go and, and have those spring to life. So it's going to be, going to be really interesting. Uh, this last year was a great year for springing twists and turns on. I don't mm-hmm. think uh, when we started, anybody thought that they would become barren of anything. No. And, um, yeah, and, when you sprung that, I, and for half a second, I gave that thought. I'm like, nope, that's totally not what he'd want. He doesn't want any of this. So, but I, the, like I said, I can't wait to see what Jesse does with this. It's going to be fun. I think you're torturing her while we're doing this. I just can't tell. The, the, the expressions He's are confusing. Really she asked me to draw a picture drawings. of myself. Oh, She's no one. Drawing. I get it. Yeah. Okay, I got it. He drew a circle and a line through and a number one. Yeah. You get to keep that one. That's also, by the way, one of the things I enjoy is watching the little notes <laughs> yeah. and yeah. the stuff that we do on the side. Yeah, I used to send Bryce a lot of notes. <laughs> it was random things. I send text to Owen now of just like things off the top of my head. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, real quick. What's the most cringeworthy mo- moment you can recall in the last year? That one thing you go like, oh, and you still cringe over it. Does anybody have one? I think it's I. I don't. I don't know if there's any one single moment, but like just since I brought it up earlier, like that dash thing. It's mostly like when you realize like later that you did a, an action incorrectly. Specifically, not when you do it in like I could have done that better or I got to I could have rolled another die for that it's more like when you realize you might you accidentally cheated like you did something that the rules didn't support how many times in the last four years have we come back the next episode and we just reread the rules right the way yeah we did and I think time. I think that like that hurts a little bit but then I guess <laughs> the point is to be like Heroic. you know are you having fun yeah. You, yeah. which is yeah. I mean you, you had an adrenaline boost that day yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah mostly I'm just like oh man <laughs> and, and it was fun because you guys all end up stacking up right at yeah. the uh, little side cleft there to the gnome home all at the same time <laughs> and, like you're supposed out. to. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there was no way for you all to get in there. So you had to keep on going down the uh, down the hallway. So that worked out well. Yeah. I, I like the interactions between no one the storyteller and the little dragonlings. That yeah, he, that he, cute. I always cringe because as soon as you do that, Matt's like, I shall tell them about it. And he gets so... Even though it's very calm sounding, it's like I just start cringing like, oh, God, how's he going to do this? Because you just know he's <laughs> going to completely rewrite what happened. <laughs> but it's thing enjoyable. about the pixies is I thought it was so on the character sheet or on the sheet for the pixies, it's you have like once per day spells. Right. And I was like, OK, we can only cast one of these spells per day. And after that, they're done. You can cast each of the spells once per day and so it's like they're not like you can't just cast polymorph and then they're done they can actually cast out their spells i, I, for, oh, okay. I forget what it was you did that too but to look on our dungeon master's face when you go yeah i'm gonna have all eight of them it was oh no it she was said she was gonna do that cast polymorph it was on the same target the dragon to yep. try to get all of his yeah you've got the legendary resistance that was really well done yeah yeah somebody somewhere is writing that down because I would never have thought of that. And that's, yeah. Like, and I that, have it's a polymorph in my mind, army. Yeah. A, a, a very nice use for that in a little while. This is where we're going to use our abilities and be able to yeah. thump some big things. Pretty uh, bad. There was one round or one encounter that we did is like, cause I'm looking at all the fey creatures and there's one that can cast like cure wounds. And I was like, if I just cast four of these, and then we're not going to go down for a while. You, until the next attack round. Until the next attack round. The, the, yeah. Uh, those, uh, I forget what they were, the ones that knocked us all out in that one fight, the Revenants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those things hit like dump trucks. Yes. Just, yeah. 
boom, you're down. Okay. That was 80 points. Of course, it helps when you, you know, keep your hair points up like they're supposed to be. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, that was very surprising when you're like, you know, after a couple of rounds, like, oh, yeah, and I'm down. Like, what? 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 <laughs> Check and those then, character sheets, listeners. Check yeah. those character sheets. Yeah. And, then, and then, yeah, then we realized you hadn't added hit points for several levels. Yeah, well, like in four. one of my games, uh, I'm I'm a sorcerer and I had like 20 or 19 or 26 hit points at like level three or four. And then our fighter was like, yeah, I have 20 hit points. And it was like. How am I, the sorcerer, a 1d6, have more hit points than you, the fighter? Okay, and um, then, so Bryce, what is your, what what is the thing that you are looking most forward to in the year upcoming? So what flash trees do we have left? We have this one that's yep. here yeah we're going for the one in the clouds and then after that the only other phylactery is the uh one where the souls of the evil are tortured in ground mm-hmm. so i'm assuming we're going to be spending a bunch of time there i know does it feel like we're approaching the end do do i think that within a year we'll be done i don't know do you think I that know. Um, like I'm asking myself at the same time, um, I'm going to say, I kind of don't think we will be that far by the end of the year. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Cause a year's a long time, but then again, we've only gotten like one and a half phylacteries this year. Like if you count the underdark one as last year, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's taken us a full year to get one in being so i guess we're getting two in a year but the last one's the spookiest so yeah definitely hmm. also keep in mind we also have the lost one that we potentially need to find again yeah and then it's not like the game's over when you collect all seven keys you gotta go unlock the door fight the boss yeah so it'll be very interesting what happens at the end there so yeah, I guess I'm looking forward to getting the final two phylacteries under the assumption that the one that was taken was fake. And the disappointment I will feel if it turns out not to be fake will be large, but like not too large because that would be really annoying and we'd have to do more work. Some fun. Okay, anyways, so we... Uh got done with year four and we're on to year five and uh, looks like no one's backstory is coming to the fore finally and which means we might hit level 17 in 2022 yeah ah, hopefully <laughs> and uh and uh i'm quivering with anticipation yeah <laughs> you guys are really close to maybe claiming another phylactery which means there's only one more to go and who knows what's going to happen there and uh we'll just have to wait for the next episode to find out what happens until then, let us know what you think. Subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at coolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside all of our heads. <laughs> <laughs>